Well, hey everyone, thanks for joining us for This Is Why We Have the Psalms. Always look forward to our times together. And I'm sitting here on my back porch catching a little bit of uh, this evening sun. The weather's not too unbearably hot this afternoon whenever uh, I'm doing this teaching outside. Just thought I would mix it up a little bit, right? So uh, as always, I invite you just to leave your comments uh, if you're watching on Facebook and uh, feel free to share that out there. And then uh, I'll be adding some of my own comments as you're commenting as well. Just trying a little different format tonight uh, coming to you through the Facebook premiere. So uh, let's jump right into tonight's session. We're going to be looking at Psalm 64. And this one is different than any other psalm that we've done uh, to date. It focuses really on how are we as children of God, as the people of God, how are we to respond whenever people uh, set their aim on us, whenever the, the metaphorical bullseye is on our backs. You probably have been in some maybe relationship situations to where somebody has uh, spoken ill of you or slandered you or trolled you on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or maybe at the office whenever uh, somebody you know, maybe through a political alliance or just just being downright, you know, catty or mean or vindictive or bullying. And, you know, they've just said things and done things to position you in an unfair way. Uh, I know it applies to everybody because most all of you have been to middle school. And so uh, the middle school drama doesn't end just because we grow up. You know, you have to navigate your way through life. We have to be uh, people who are wise. There are people who are going to take shots at you, uh, metaphorically speaking. They're, they're going to be out to attack you. So how are we supposed to respond in times like that? How are we supposed to respond as, as grandparents whenever you know people speak ill of you or don't understand your intentions or say things that hurt you? Um, and maybe it's not even directed at you. How are you how are you supposed to respond whenever, you know, you take a particular position on something and then, you know, that position is labeled as being whatever, however it would be labeled. Uh, I think this psalm has some wisdom for us. And while it was fresh in my heart, I just wanted to sit down for a minute and, and read it for us and then make some comments as we do. Remember, we're not doing deep Bible study in these sessions. These are kind of straight from the hip of the heart is what we're doing here. We're, we're not doing you know, deep exegetical study. I, you know, I do my homework, but at the same time, it's, it's more just about, God, what is your word, your, your living word in the scripture have to say to us? And so that's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, let's look at Psalm number 64 here. Hide me from the wicked. And it's a Psalm of David. And um, he says, hear my voice, O God. In my complaint, preserve my life from the dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the throng of evildoers who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. They hold fast to the evil purpose. 
They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, we have accomplished a diligent search, for the inward mind and heart of man are deep. But God shoots his arrow at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin with their own tongues turned against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. So, rather than treating this line by line, I just want to pull out some thoughts that I think that might encourage you and equip you. So, the first thought is, when others turn their aim on us, God turns his aim on them. When others turn their aim on us, us being the the people of God, the children of God, those who are trusting in God. When when others turn their aim on us, God doesn't sit idly by, according to Scripture. God turns God's aim on them. So we sometimes domesticate God. Sometimes we pull the claws from the lion of the tribe of Judah. But don't think for a minute that God is like any loving parent seeing a child being attacked and slandered, doesn't want to stand up and and take the side of the one who is being maliciously maligned and uh, unjustly accused. So God is on the side of the just. Now, that doesn't mean as a child of God, uh, you're not going to go through some times where you're painted, you know, in a in a less than desirable light, and you're going to have some things that happen that aren't necessarily going to be reconciled right then. It isn't like God always gives us what we want. And yet at the same time, our hope is that God does come to our aid. And so when others turn their aim on us, God turns his aim on them. Their words are like arrows. Well, we see that here. Where is it? It's kind of early on. Who wet their tongues like swords who aim bitter words like arrows in verse 3, but you come down here to verse 7, but God shoots his arrows at them. They aim their words like arrows at us, and God's like, I got this. And then God shoots his arrows at them. God has arrows that are stronger, and their plans are turned back on them. And then another thought, but um, the condition for all of this to happen for us to find God uh, fighting our battles, as we say, is that we turn to God. I think so many times we don't turn to God first. The first thing we want to do is preserve our reputation. The first thing we want to do is attack back with our own words and, you know, outwit or outplay or, shall we say, outlast that other person like some real-life version of Survivor. And yet, God doesn't want us to rely on our own resources first and foremost in times like those, but to turn to Him. Now, God may give you the words to say. God may give you the plan to enact, the way to go about reconciliation, 
or to make sure that you don't just stand by while your name is drugged through the mud. God may uh, give you all of that wisdom, but that's going to come when you first and foremost turn to God. So look at the way the psalm starts. Hear my voice, O God, and my complaint. Preserve my life from the dread of the enemy. Hear my voice, O God. Verse 1 begins where we need to begin. When you find yourself unjustly attacked, slandered, when that person at work is out to get you, we've all had those people, and maybe we've all been those people. The first thing that we do, not the last, the first resort is to turn to God. God, hear my prayer. Some people are out to get me. You're going to have to help me here because I don't want to experience the evil that is being planned. And then God comes and works out in ways that we may not even know or see. Well, the next thought is, when we turn to God, God acts on our behalf. When we do not try to be the ones who are in control of the situation. Now, it doesn't mean we're not responsible. It just means that you're never going to be able to do enough image management to make everybody happy. There are going to be some times to where you're not, going to, you're not even going to want to fight the battle at all. Just give it over to God. Give that battle to God. You can't manage the perceptions. You can't manage the opinions. You can't go around and just make sure that everybody's happy with you all the time. It's not your job. You have no business managing what other people think about you. As a friend of mine says, you do right and you fear nothing. You can waste a lot of energy trying to manage the mindsets of other people and you can't control them. God doesn't want you to control them. God wants you to do your thing. God wants you to follow his path, his plans, his ways. And when you find yourself in trouble, the Psalms remind us, hear my prayer, O God, deliver me from the plan of the evildoer. It's a great psalm. It encourages my heart just to know that in times of trouble, you have somewhere that you can go. Well, I hope that this short session tonight has just encouraged your heart and that when you find yourself in trouble, that God is the first place you look. You don't manage everybody's opinion of you. Rather, you turn to God and then God turns their arrows back on themselves. That's good news, my friends. Even as we love our neighbor, we love our enemy, We don't have to fight for the vindication. God fights those battles for us, and God loves them as much as God loves you. Amen.